throwing back. Touchdown! Weinholt with the kill, and Warner wins the set. Fade away by Moores! Welcome to another edition of In Play. I'm Craig Maddock. Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Okay, we all know that it's the famous line from the classic movie, The Wizard of Oz. But it's a different meaning today on the latest edition of In Play. We're talking about mascots. In fact, lions, tigers, and bears, along with any four-legged animal or any bird that flies, it just might be your high school mascot. A high school mascot is huge. It not only represents your school, but also your town and community. Mascot normally has some kind of connection or a meaning to the school and the community. Now, across the country, here are the top 10 most commonly used uh, team names, nicknames, and mascots. At number 10, the Knights, then the Cougars, the Indians, the Lions at number 7, the Warriors, the Wildcats, the Panthers at number 4, Bulldogs, and then Tigers, and number 1, the Eagles. Now, how many of those top 10 are in South Dakota? Number 1 in South Dakota is the Tigers with 12 schools, while 5 schools have the Eagles as their mascot. And just by comparison, there are 139 schools in Texas which use the Eagle mascot. But our guest today has had an interest in mascots in South Dakota for a long time. In fact, he wrote a book about the state's mascots seven years ago. It's called South Dakota Mascots, Nicknames, and Logos, Past and Present. He's been a football coach in the state and an administrator. He's Jerry Miller. Joins us on In Play. Jerry, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. You know, it's always it's always fun when you can uh, when you can talk about the things that you've uh, spent a spent a lifetime doing and and talking about and uh, have an interest in. And it's great that other people have that uh, those same interests. So, why such an interest in the mascots of high schools in South Dakota? Well, when I was a kid. I was, you know, we played in the park uh, uh, till the uh, till it got dark, and then we played by the moon and basketball, football, and you know, always uh, sports has always been the been a thing in my life from the time I uh, was old enough to walk. I, I had a, and I, I wish I had it today. I'd be worth some money, but my mom and dad bought me a helmet and shoulder pads made out of cardboard. When I was about six or seven years old, and somebody stole them somewhere along the The reward money is still out there if someone has them. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them, but they disappeared. <laughs> so sports has always kind of, kind of been, uh, in my life. And the only thing that my dad ever told me I had to play was baseball. But you know, I played. My favorite sport was whatever. Sport was in season, you know. That's how that goes in a little town. And you play anything and everything, yep. and you know you do everything. And the first um, first two years in the band, at halftime of the basketball game, I had to I had to play in the band. You know, <laughs> um, you just jumped in. That's that's what you did. You know, wasn't enough kids in school, but uh, the interest and the the old Sodak newspaper came out and then of course the Daily Republic and Mitchell 
Um, and I would look at all the all the scores on like Wednesday and and Saturday mornings, and I would I would uh, get a map and try and find out where all of those towns and those schools were at. Well, that didn't take very long for me to figure that out. That that made a real um, a good hobby for me later on in, in life, also knowing where all those towns were and everything. But mm-hmm. and then I thought, you know, this was so much fun. Let's find out more about the about the mascot. So that's that's kind of how that started uh, almost sixty years ago. So there have been a lot of mascots that have come and gone, uh, mainly because uh, yeah. the number of school districts in South Dakota has shrunk. In fact, at one yeah. time, there were more than 400 schools in the state. Now we have 171 school districts. Let's talk about some of the, the mascots that haven't, haven't come back after the schools either closed or merged with somebody else. Give us a, a few of those over the years and the names of the mascots that were pretty popular back then. Well... I, I think maybe the most of the nicknames, what they tried to do, what they try to do now when they go together is try and have one that is totally neutral from what it was before. Or if uh, you're coming to my school and I got all the football players and you don't have any, then we're still going to be the Eagles. So uh, that happens sometimes also. I think the trend, uh, you know, for a, a long time we got way too much criticism in our state with with so many schools having Native American names and everybody uh, took that as a slam. And um, my high school, we were we were the Indians and we were our our homecoming and the things we did. And I mean that was a very respectful mm-hmm. uh, thing. And we had no Native American kids in our school but that's just what they were called from the get-go and there's a lot of them that you know there's some that are uh shouldn't be used but uh, uh most of the time the uh i use washington high school as an example they're the warriors now warriors can be a lot of things that can be native american they can they can be a foreign country uh, uh dynasties from before were called warriors so when you get into those things and sometimes people just argue to be arguing and uh, I mean, there's so much tradition and, and Washington high school is a good example. My, 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 that goes clear back to the uh, early 1900s when they, when they were, when they became the warriors and believe it or not, their original nickname was the Woodman, Howard Wood. Aha! Uh-huh. Now, the first couple of years, now it makes when it sense. was when it was Central High School, they were the Woodmen, and uh, uh, somebody on a newspaper tacked that on, and and so that that's how a lot of them came about. But uh, Howard Wood said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're going to pick a better <laughs> name than that." He and didn't that, want that, that at changed. all. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there are a, a few nicknames and mascots, though, that are named after individuals in South Dakota. Yeah, there sure are. And the best one that everybody thinks that the Mitchell Colonels has to do with the Corn Palace, and it has nothing to do with Corn Palace. A guy by the name of 
they were when they first started basketball they had to order uniforms and didn't have money and a guy by the name of Colonel bought the uniforms and that's how they came up with the name Colonels. Mm. How about the Cabblers? Rapid City, when there was one school, was Rapid City High School. Their first original name was they were the Tigers. And then a guy by the name of Hugh Cobb um, was their famous coach out there, coached everything for 30 years or whatever. And they named a, the, the mascot to the Cobblers, you know. So uh, another one that I think is really unique is that at one time, um, St. Martin uh, had a high school in Sturgis, and their nickname was the Ken Mars, and we're after Kennedy and Martin Luther King. Mm. Um, Pine Ridge, Thorpe, named after Jim Thorpe. Let's see, and then maybe, oh, I know another one, uh, Academy. Most people don't even know where Academy is, but it's south of Chamberlain and Pacuana. There's a there was a high school down there. It was called Academy, and uh, it was a private school uh, at the turn of the century before we got the high schools going. And the guy, the uh, his son was name was Lou Mel, and he was the mascot, and they were called the Academy Lou Mel. Hmm. So that's one that was named after a person you know and, and i'm sure there's some others that i'm not aware of but that's the one that i've that i found over over the years i want to get into some of the more unusual nicknames or mascots in the state and how and why those communities decided not to go with lions and tigers or bears uh, i remember the story about the lake preston divers why yes. they, why lake preston called themselves the divers first they were the buffaloes and then when, whenever it was uh, in the 60s or 70s, they claimed they were the first town in South Dakota to have a swimming pool with a diving board. So that's <laughs> where the divers came from at Lake Preston. about the Gregory Gorillas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you know many what? other gorillas there are in, in, the, in the country. There aren't very many. A gorilla's nickname that was for the for the gals for a couple of years was girl pillows. <laughs> Can you imagine that? What a what a handle would put that on a girls team when they first started that girls basketball. And that didn't last very long. No. How about the Sturgis uh, Scoopers? Well, everybody thinks that thinks that has to do with, with all the mining and everything out there. Yeah, and it does not have anything to do with that. All the all the military people that were out there, when they would come to town, uh, the ladies of the night and all the places would do everything they could to try and scoop the money away from all the soldiers that were out there. And that's how they came up with the name. Uh, Scoopers has nothing to do with mining. <laughs> The Newell Irrigators. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, there's two of them that, uh, that are out there. At one time, the Irrigators and the Beat Toppers. Uh, the Beat Toppers were Nislin. They, they ended up being the Mustangs, but they were the Beat Toppers. 
and those that area out there at that time, I mean, they raised a lot of beets and they irrigated all over, and uh, you know, the, so there's a reason why they why they call you know color school and uh, what they call them, and sometimes there is no rhyme or reason, you know. Jerry Miller joins us on In Play. In fact, he uh, has even written a book about the mascots uh, in South Dakota. We'll tell you where you can get that book. It's still available. You wrote it, wrote it seven years ago. When you were researching for that book, Jerry, were there a couple of items that just surprised you the most on on your research about the mascots in this state? Well, to, to kind of finish that a little bit, when I when I accumulated all of those names and did all that, when I was coaching and everything, I didn't have full time. I didn't have a lot of time to do all that. Then after I kind of got retired and slowed down a little bit and didn't go quite so fast, I, you know, I did more research into, into kind of what was, what was going on there. But I don't think anything, anything surprised me other than there were so many places that had schools that closed up. St. Ange, you know where St. Ange is? I do not. St. Ange is? It's clear out in the hills, and it's crazy. I, when I was out at Spearfish, I knew they had a high school. I went to the high school. I was in the building. Do you think I could find a nickname? I couldn't find it. Yeah. And somewhere along the line at school, uh, that came up when I was out there as the athletic director. And this gal said, well, you know what? My grandma went to school at St. Aja. I'll see if I can find out. <laughs> Here she comes with the yearbook from St. Aja. <laughs> and they were the Jackrabbits. Can you imagine? Is that, that right? Yeah. St. Aja yeah. Jackrabbits. Jackrabbits. Yeah. 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 Who came up with the, uh, the Quinn tuplets? I don't know, but I mean, it makes sense. Quinn, you know, uh-huh. five. Uh, I, can, I can tell you a funny story. When I was out in the hills, uh, Jim Har and I and the athletic director at Sturgis were going to a meeting. and We were talking about names and stuff, and I said something about, about the quintuplets, and he said, oh, you're pulling my leg. I said, no, that's what they were. And we're going down the road. We're going to pier. And he said, I don't believe you. So I'm driving. So we pull into Quint, and uh, there's a young guy by the sidewalk and I asked him if anybody around there uh, uh, might know anything about the quintuplets. And <laughs> he said, well, you know, my grandpa went there. He said, just a minute. <laughs> he went and called his grandpa, came back out and said, yeah, he said, I think it was triplets or tuplets or yeah, yeah something like that. He said. <laughs> Jim Hart swore that I set that up and I pulled a prank on him, but that was, that was really true. That's great. That is great. I, I would like to know a couple of uh, the nicknames that you just, just love that you get a kick out of uh, well, past or present. I think, I think the wooden shoot canaries is maybe the best one. Uh, story, uh, ESPN 30 years ago had a deal on there with all the different mascots and I happened to know the guy that was doing it. His name was Dennis Denninger. And I gave him that name. And he he just knew that I was on drugs or something. <laughs> he didn't believe that that 
that the uh, wooden shoot canaries existed, but he had it on ESPN, and that was one of the top ten that 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 he had of all the nicknames that he had. But the wooden shoot canaries come about. They were originally the canaries, and then guess what? A bunch of Dutch people moved in, so they added that part to their name, and through all of the Chasing around and running around, I ran into an Anderson that runs a newspaper in Canastota. And he said, you know, there's a guy down here in the rest home that claims he's got a T-shirt from Monroe. And I said, well, I, you know, I'd like to see it. Well, long story <laughs> short, the guy, and his name is Jim Neutron, and I don't even know if he's alive, but uh, he gave me that T-shirt, and it is Hand drawn with an ink pen, never been worn, brand new, you know, and it has a wooden shoot canary on it, and it's just it's uh, one of the coolest things that all the, of all the junk I got. <laughs> I recently did uh, a podcast about the Claremont Honkers, uh, the football team that won fifty one in a row. They played six yeah. man football. Do you know how they became the Honkers? Well, sure, because of their coach. Because they were the ramblers before, and all of the hunting and the, and the, the geese and everything up there, that was that was done by Bill, Bill Welsh. <laughs> it's a great story. I guarantee you that because uh, that's what his quarterback told me, and I told you that story. That his quarterback was his oldest daughter, uh, who would line up in the living room and run plays and stuff. <laughs> You know, you spent some time at uh, Waverly. They're the Woodchucks. I like that name a lot. Yeah. They were named by by Chuck, whatever the guy's last name was, that coached there for a long time. Well, then by chance, in the middle of all of my craziness after I retired, I went to Waverly. And I went back and did all the research, and that was not true. It was not uh, Chuck Colleen was the guy's name. Uh-huh. They were the wood chicks from the, from the beginning. And that, uh, yeah. Uh, now you talk about pride in a community. Oh my, you know, those places, they have so much pride in what they do and, you know, their names and I, uh, it is yeah, amazing. But, yeah. The mascot is, is so important to a town. So important oh, yeah. to a community for a school. Here, you know, here, here's one that I, I absolutely love. At one time, Avon, they're, they're the pirates, but at one time, Avon was called the Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You know what a bard is? Bard I, is a poet. A poet? I'm gonna, no. A poet, and the, the uh, Bards of Avon and Shakespeare, that's <laughs> what they were originally called. Now, is that crazy or I what? I should have taken more literature in high school. I probably would have known what a bard was. <laughs> Uh, where can uh, i i didn't take literature i just learned that from i learned that from my buddy hot nielsen down at yankton he had he had taken me in a lot of places another one that i think is fun is the turton frogs you know where turton is uh, south of aberdeen turton sure they were the frogs yeah guess what their middle school nickname was you got one guess uh, Turton time. I don't, I'm just, no, the, to- the toads, the toads. 
Oh, you know, there's a lot of this in, in the book that you wrote seven years ago. Um, it's called South Dakota mascots, nicknames and logos past and present. How can folks still get that book, Jerry? Well, uh, let me tell you just a little bit of the story that goes with that. I, I started it and I didn't finish. I got to rambling too much. When I put this book together, I thought, well, I'm going to make a book of this and then I'm going to sell it and give the money back to the coaches association. Well, a guy by the name of George Kiner uh, has a whole bunch of books, like 26 of them. And they're all about sports in South Dakota and all the profit and the money from that goes to coaches against cancer. And George Kiner has been the guy that's headed that up. So I said to him, George, if I give you all of my stuff, will you put it all together and uh, the money that we get off of that, uh, we'll just put that into the coaches against cancer. Oh, heck yes, he said. Well, that ended, that has ended up being the, the biggest seller of all of them. I mean, he's got he got books for every sport that we have in, in South Dakota, and they are $20, $5 if you order them, and you can get them from, from George Kiner at yahoo.com. If you're in Sioux Falls and uh, you want to contact me, uh, uh, I seem to have a few too. But they are 20 bucks, and if you have to mail them, they're 25 And you can't imagine, you can't imagine what, what George Kiner has done with those books over the last last 20 years and all the money that he's, he's given and into scholarships. And I mean, it's just absolutely absolutely fabulous last one for you jerry since you since you wrote the book what was the new story that you came up with and or found a new nickname that maybe is not in the book that you have found since well i hate to tell you but i've been chasing uh amateur baseball nicknames and i had over 500 names and, and i don't have half of the nicknames so that has been a that's been a labor of love. I haven't, I haven't got my rear and gear here and done much with that lately. But that there are so many. You know, just think about the amateur baseball teams in Sioux Falls. Every year, there's five of them, and they're all sponsored. Or their nickname is Budweiser, and another one is a hotel. And you know, they have all the different businesses. Right. Um, uh, so. You know, just that in general. Another one that I got a big kick out of, uh, South Dakota State University had a high school. Imagine that. Mm. And in the wintertime, they played basketball. And it was only, they were on a quarter system, and they were called the Aggies. And they were, like most colleges, they were trying to get kids to come to school. So they would offer these classes in the wintertime for kids to come and take and they could would help with their diploma. But what's up to the state and all the other colleges were doing was trying to get kids ready to come to their college when they were freshmen, but they were called the Aggies. And I can tell you, a guy told me that story, uh, Jim Marking. Uh-huh. He was a student at South Dakota state. He coached basketball at Bruce which is right up by Brookings. That's right. And they played the South Dakota State College Aggies. 
I always thought that was the coolest show. That was the coolest. Thing. A lot of a lot of other ones. I hope folks will uh, take the time and and get a hold of you, get a hold of the book. It's uh, it's great history and it's fun reading. Uh, learning the reasons why communities chose the nickname that they currently are or were at one time. Jerry, as always, you are the best on this. Well, thank you. Appreciate uh, uh, the opportunity to talk about the book and talk about mascot. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us gain new listeners. This has been In Play with me, Craig Maddox. This is a production of South Dakota Public Broadcasting.